Hey, this is uh, Jack Kelly, and this is part either two or part B of 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 our last podcast. See, when I when I do these podcasts, uh, I kind of have it sketched out a little bit about what I want to talk about, but I really don't write out a script of what I'm going to do because I figure it'd be too like clunky. So I rather you know just talk to you like I'm talking to a regular human being, even though I'm just talking to a microphone and Nicole and Dan and Nadi over here. Uh, and there's one big part, you know, that I didn't go over that after, after kind of signed off, realized, oh my gosh, I got to talk about this. I think one of the unintended positive consequences of the coronavirus is this. America is going to do much better. The United States is going to do way better once all the dust settles. And here's why. Here's why. Over the last couple of decades, China has become the manufacturing go-to place for the U.S., for the United States, and, and a ton of other countries. It was a source for getting cheap goods and services, and you know, everybody rushed to open up manufacturing plants there, or have them manufacture there, send businesses there, and so on. And it got to the point where we where they're the second largest economy in the world after the United States, and they wield a whole lot of power. So, for instance, if a business wants to go and conduct, you know, business in China, they have to have this one-sided, onerous deal and partner with a Chinese firm to do business. Yeah, I'm generalizing. It's not the case for everything, and do that. China is from watching what's happened with the whole coronavirus thing is, is very authoritarian. You know, just because they have, a, I guess, a president for life, you thought, yeah, maybe not so much, but watching how they handle it, they're very heavy-handed. They have Muslims in, what are they, they say, quote-unquote, re-education plans, uh, camps, but they're really at concentration camps, and it was just reported today that you have thousands of these Muslims who are now working at, I don't want to say sweatshops, but kind of sweatshops, you know, in factories, and they're forced labor. So, so they have forced labor, they're, they're kind of authoritarian, you know, authoritarian, authoritarian, whatever that is, that's what they are. You know, it'd be great if I could kind of pronounce it. And clearly, their health and safety standards are much lower than other societies. They don't seem to care very much about the environment. They don't care about taking other people's intellectual property. And it really shows that why are we partnering with these people? You know, if they don't really care about human rights, if they don't care about health issues, if they don't care about safety, if they're literally rounding people up Put him in re-education camps, and then also, and then, and then also forcing him to do labor and make you know sneakers for us and iPhones for us. How do you do business with them? And I so now that once our eyes are collectively open to hey, here that what's going on over there. Plus, now we see that we're not getting the supplies we need. It turns out that they're the ones who make a lot of the pharmaceuticals that we need in everyday drugs and other mission critical components for technology and other things we use. So we're at their mercy. So I think what's gonna happen next is this. Any reasonable 
chief executive office officer, board of directors, management is going to start thinking, why are we going to either keep our companies in China or why would we want to move them to China? Seeing what we know now, they're going to say it would be ethically and morally irresponsible to do so. Why would you put your employees in that kind of situation? Why would you disadvantage the United States knowing now what happens once the supply chain is disrupted and, and, and how it makes us so vulnerable? So I think what you're going to start seeing is the smarter, more ethical, uh, you know, more you know, socially conscious executives, companies say, hey, you know what? Maybe it's not so easy to pick up and leave, but we got to start having a plan B and moving out. And hopefully a lot comes back to the U.S. Hopefully you have a lot of manufacturing companies you know, that come back here. We start you know, building things here at home and we great for the economy. We start producing more stuff here. And that would be net positive for us, net positive. So, so I think with this whole fiasco, this whole bad situation, one of the unintended positive consequences is that we've learned an important lesson that we can't rely on China and put all our, our eggs in that one basket, that you know, we're gonna have to have companies come back, manufacturing come back, and be more self, you know, rely upon ourselves more and not other countries, which, and this is not a nationalistic thing or yay, go, America. It's just a practical business thing. You know, who wants to, in any, any business, who wants to be prisoner to somebody else? And, and not have the ability to do things unless that other person could, could give you the goods or services or parts you need. So it just makes common business sense that it's going to happen. And I think in the long run, in a bizarre way, it's kind of good this happened because now we're aware of it and we're going to you know, take proactive measures to return things back here, which is going to be more jobs, more opportunity you know, for Americans, which is fantastic. That's what we want. So, so I'm glad I remember this. And, and so this is a little more positive than I ended the last one, too. So I feel better. So it's Jack Kelly. We crewed a podcast. Thank you very much for listening and have a great day. <laughs>